for tuning in from your usual broadcasting. With the presidential election right around the corner, we have a very important message from your favorite podcast, Philosopher and the Comedian. Welcome back to the third installment of our podcast, The Philosopher and the Comedian, the hardest to pronounce podcast ever made. I'm Mason Dosi, and this here is my good friend, Adam Romano from the Czech Republic. I'm not really from the Czech Republic. You might be from the Czech Republic. If you can't fact check it, I mean, these are Trump facts we're spouting tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is all political debate conversation, probably some more rants about non-political things, but that's what tonight's episode is. We just uh, watched this week the second and final presidential debate before, you know, what is it, eight days from now, we get we all decide as a country who the lesser turd is. A lot of us have voted already, too. So I did, yeah. You know, I a voted. lot of people have already decided. I voted. And if so, you're going to uh, ask me who I voted for... No, I don't care. Fuck you. Do not care. <laughs> it's private for a fucking reason. <laughs> so... <laughs> but you have to write your name on the back of the ballot if you mail it in. So yeah, it yeah. doesn't really become private. I at also that point. felt weird because I don't have a flag on my mailbox. Yeah. So I had to write outgoing and oh. tape it to the front of my mailbox. Oh, that's crazy. And I've heard all this shit about the post office and their tampering. You know, there's been a lot of. There's been chatter about that. Trump chatter about uh, the post office can't be trusted. They're tampering with our mail. They're supported by the Democratic Party. They're going to throw all the Republican votes away. And so I'm like. This guy might throw my vote away. He just might throw it right in the trash. Who knows? And I'm like, I'm voting some good stuff. I'm voting, you know, let's not legalize or illegalize marijuana. Let's legalize that, you know. The more things that are legal and not government controlled, the better. Um, and then voting for schools. And then the people I'm voting for, that's my own personal shit. But I will tell you the viewpoints I vote for, um, which are those. Those are really my sure. only. I want better schools and more weed, you know. That's what this country really needs is a, a more chill people and uh, smarter people, more chill, smart people, the better. Um, but we're, we're tail end of this. We have one week to go. A lot of people have voted already. Several more will be voting and uh, our odds don't look good no matter who's elected. So is there going to be another debate or they just do the two? So they, they do the two and then there was the vice presidential debate. And they only do one of those. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, that one was far more uh, eloquently verbalized. The people speaking were a lot better than the sleepy guy and the orange man who yells a lot. Was like, there yelling? Was there back and forth like during the Trump and Biden? I wouldn't say yelling, but I think that anybody who signs on to do the, the moderating for those is a goddamn saint. <laughs> like they have to get the most patient librarians to do this. But like the librarians that'll go, shh. You know what I mean? Like the ones that will just straight shush the shit out of you because those two men will not stop interrupting each other and they will not stop all the bullshit. It was it was hilarious to watch the both of them. This one was not as bad as the first one. The second one was the not as one bad was as not the first one. Not nearly as bad as the first one. The first one was literally two children on a playground just yelling at each other. You know, I really didn't like how the president did not respect the moderator. Oh, at all. In it the was first really one. surprising. In the second one, I felt like he was creepily, creepily respectful. Very much, very much so. <laughs> like, did you watch the SNL? Um, no, no, no. They, they, they I don't a, watch comedy. <clears throat> you don't watch comedy. Fuck you. They did a bit about it where they were like, uh, "You're being creepily respectful," and he's like, "So, what are the specials?" She's like, "I'm not your server." Oh, then just a water, like, <laughs> like too respectful. Like she was like, 
catering to him. I you know? think he was a little bit too respectful in that debate. Said no one ever. That's kind of I mean, funny to say that no, this guy like, who's not normally respectful. <laughs> he, we're surprised. I'm surprised when he acts respectful. I feel like there's always something shady when someone who's known for just interrupting and like he kept doing this thing in the second debate too that he didn't do in the first one. In the first one, he would just cut them straight the fuck off and oh, just start yeah. talking. Second debate, you saw this more a lot where he's like signaling like, can I talk? Not yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I can respond. I have, okay, it, like he was uh, really respectful of the rules. It was weird. It was a, a lot different than the first one because the first one they had none, none of that. So I will say, um, I'm gonna start playing a drinking game, and if Biden gets elected, I'm gonna get drunk a lot because the drinking game is gonna be the come on man drinking game. Oh my God! Whenever he says "Come on, man!" Come on, man! So many times. Why Come did he on, say man. it so much? What is he like a high that's, schooler that's in the eighties? That's what he says all the time about everything. Come on, man! And I'm what just is like, that? do a shot, just get it over with, get drunk. Um, no, I felt like this one. Uh, so some talking points of this one. How how do you feel about uh, I, to clear it up for everybody in case there's any confusion? Because I I saw online today there's a lot of confusion about Trump saying that coyotes were responsible for bringing over. Hundreds of uh, Hispanic country refugee children. Yeah, like people that they hire that are like a like a man that oh. they hire to transport people. Yeah, that's that's the that's human what, traffic. That is what people a coyote from one means. Place to another. But when he said it, literally, I looked at hundreds of comments today of people who were like, "What does he think? This is fucking Looney Tunes. He thinks coyotes are bringing kids." And somebody was like. Oh, you lost me at Coyotes. The president of the United States says that wild dogs are bringing... Ch- that is not what he said. I, I don't agree with a lot of things that either candidate says, but I promise you right now that there is not... The man doesn't speak articulately, but I, I 100% promise you that he's not saying that wild dogs from the desert are carrying children over without their parents into our country. They're not just trained to smuggle children. That's not what's happening. Coyote is like... A mule is somebody who carries drugs across lines. A coyote is someone who carries people across lines. That's what a coyote is for anybody who thought that Donald Trump was saying that small it, desert dogs are it, carrying over. It really adds to his cartoonish, <laughs> you know, bravado but if he's talking about wily coyote. There, there's a dozen, like I said, dude, I, I read tens, if not hundreds, of people online talking crap about. The president thinks coyotes are bringing... And I was like, they don't understand what a coyote is. They don't know the slang. But that's what it is. Um, hey, man, <clears throat> this guy, if he knows as much as he says he knows about wind, <laughs> oh, my God, he might be true about this cartoon I know coyote. more about wind than Joe Biden. Joe Biden knows nothing about winds. I am the champion of wind. <laughs> my company created wind. We're wind farmers. Like, the guy is just, the fact that he had to say that, like, he just always has to one-up everything anybody says. Joe Biden can be like, hey, yeah, my name's Joe Biden. He's like, he's not Joe Biden. I was Joe Biden before he was. Check it. You can ask anybody. My record's great. It's huge. I'd show you my birth certificate, but it's an audit with my taxes. Can't see it quite yet. The dude's insane, man. The the the, the debates, we're, we're, we're 10 or what, eight, nine days away from an election, and if anybody in this nation feels comfortable 
with either decision at this point. I feel like that's the fundamental problem is that there's people who are honestly 100% committed to either one. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. yeah, fucking Trump, he doesn't like Mexicans, and he wants to build a wall, and he wants to make America great again. And then there's the people who are like, yeah, just Democrats. We know we don't like Joe Biden, but he's one of us. Like, they don't ever have any reason for supporting that guy either. They're just like, he's one of us. One of us. That's it's so very good. creepy and culty. What a good definition yeah. of what's happening with yeah, the so-called radical super left. super southern people who are just like, fuck it. And then there's the people who are just like, well, he is one of us. He's not Bernie. He's not Tulsi. He's not a good option, but he wears the blue. He's got the blue tie on. Why? What is it with the red and blue color? Do you know the history of that? Crips and Bloods, man. It goes back a long fucking time. <laughs> there's a reason that those are the colors of division. You know what I mean? Red and blue. You see them when you're getting pulled over. You want to talk about systemic racism. Nobody feels safe when they see red and blue i'm just saying if i see red and blue i get a little nervous you know and i'm i'm a pretty law-abiding citizen but i'm nervous every time i see the red and blue i see a red bandana blue bandana i'm a little nervous what hood am i in i don't know i'm not sporting a bandana i feel a little threatened i see a red tie i see see a blue tie tie, blue tie i wear neutral colors baby it's all blacks whites grays you know what i mean that's neutral colors stop sporting all your colors and then there's the independent those are like the the uh I, i won't say the name of the gang i know i said crypto Sorry, and I'm probably going to get stabbed for it. But, you know, there is a green gang of people who wear uh, green, so I hear. There's also an independent party, which I believe their color is green. So, I mean, these are literally the same colors that are represented by gang communities. Those are the same colors we're voting for in presidential elections. So let's talk about um, the format of the debate. Why isn't the third party represented, would you say? I'd say it's because not enough uh, people who have money are paying to back a third party. You know, the same, reason, the same reason I could literally, I mean, you only have to, a couple years from now, I'll be the right age. I could go up and be like, I actually think that I have good ideas. I want to talk to a lot of intelligent people and do some good. And people will be like, yeah, you don't have any money. And I wouldn't get anywhere. As far as like if you tried to run for president 100%. after you were 35 100%. years old? 100%. And I think that that's the biggest problem is there needs to be more, why... The whole career politician thing, the whole fact, we were talking last week or the week before about uh, how it's these two old guys. It's yeah. not even just their age that's so scary. It's the fact that these are two rich guys. Well, you know, not they're only. They're both extremely wealthy. Not only are they both extremely wealthy, but, you know, when you are that wealthy, you're living in a different world. Mm-hmm. You're living in a different America. I think. That's what I'm saying. They don't represent the sure. American people. Sure. Being right. that rich and, you know, also being that different in time than a lot of the people that are living and working right now. Almost no folks that are working heavily, you know, I guess as you get older, you're still going to have to work. But, you know, after a certain age, a lot of people do retire. Right. You know, politicians don't seem to retire once they get 69 years old, 70 years old. Well, I mean, this sounds bad, but I don't know what it entails to be a 70-something-year-old politician. Yeah, I don't know. But really, it seems like your job lasts about three hours a week when you're on the air. It's, it's about like this, if this was our job, you know what I mean? And you got paid what they get paid. But the rest of the time, it just seems like you have smarter, better people in their fields that you just kind of go, yeah, do that. I'll sign some shit. I mean, I understand there's probably more to it. I'm not poo-pooing the job because everybody who's done it came out looking far more fucking haggard than when they went in. I've never seen a president look better after their presidency than when they went in. But they're also 
shit, they're getting older and older every goddamn presidency. Sure, it's it's got to be a very very trying job mentally. You're not, oh, of course, you're not like digging a ditch, but well, especially in these it's times, a very very hard stressful job. So why isn't it given to you know a fifty year old man or woman? Well, I mean, especially in these times, you look back 30, 40, 50 years, and the only news coverage was maybe you know ten channels. Sure, you know. Back on dial TVs, there was ten channels, and that was the whole. That was your whole news coverage. So you had maybe ten, and you could pretty well evade or persuade those ten channels to post, you know, air whatever when you were the president. Now there are countless platforms. There's podcasts. There's media. There's iPhone videos. Just you know, viral videos. There's tons of different political chats and and avenues to go to boast or uh, talk anything. And so I think that it's far harder to evade any kind of scrutiny and bullshit. And people are so much more into their politicians' uh, personal lives nowadays than they used to be. I don't think it's really true, though, because the personal lives that a lot of the politicians are presenting, it's just like their professional life. You're just seeing a mask of what they really want folks to see. Yes and no. Even though there is so much information and platforms out right now, it's still pretty hard to peek around that curtain and see well, I mean, what that person is like in real life. I don't think it is. I mean, <laughs> you look at the options we have. I feel like uh, me and the wife were talking about this. I don't think Trump has ever deliberately lied. You know what I mean? I think he just spouts false facts that he believes are true because he, that's doesn't, sociopathic. he doesn't have if the If you for- believe a lie and spout it, but that's he, pretty He reads an article on Reddit and he's like, that's the law, that's word, that's true. I saw it on the internet. And he's just too... How can he Out be stupid, touch? though? How can he be a dumb man if he's, he's not a dumb man? He's so just successful. Oh, well, that's an easy question. I mean, yeah. look at look at. Do you think that the Kardashians are intelligent people? Have to be. I don't think all of them. I think have to be. There's some that have made good business decisions, but there's a lot of dumb people. Takashi six nine. Takashi six nine is a successful rich person. Today. That guy would have been burned at the goddamn stake in the twenties. Like he would have been killed. Immediately, they would have been like, first off, the color. Second off, color of his hair. Third off, he has rainbow teeth. He wears girl clothes. This guy's insane looking. And he's popular. And his songs are also garbage. I, I know that I'm talking ill of somebody, but I won't speak ill of anyone I ever met. So, I mean, if this ever does go popular, Takashi, please come on the podcast. We'll, we'll meet personally, and I'll probably think you're a great guy. I'll not be able to. He won't be able to, you know, Mason won't be able to talk badly about you if you come on the guest. Yeah, once I meet you, I, I will never talk badly about you, <laughs> unless you're just real garbage. But I'm just <laughs> making a, a, a educated guess at this point that uh, you are a trash person. You know, I think that a lot of people that we think a certain way about that are popular, that are famous, I really don't think they are how we it's perceive just a them to be. It's all That's it my is. point. It's, yeah. That's exactly the word. That's exactly what I think Donald Trump does. That's what I think Biden does. That's the worst Everyone thing. Everyone has a gimmick. That's, you know? that's, that's the what worst Kardashians thing. do. When you create a persona for yourself, you kind of build that persona, and then you live, and you can't see the line between the personas we sometimes. We should not have a goddamn gimmick when it comes to a presidential election. These people are ruling an entire free nation, one of the greatest powerhouses of the entire globe. And they have gimmicks? Biden's pretty much has a catchphrase. He said it like a thousand times. Come on, man. Come on, what man. What is he, like a teenager from the <laughs> 80s, man? Like, Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Jesus. You can't do that in a debate. Like, 
I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like Trump has catchphrases too. They're just not as. He's every time he speaks, it's a new catchphrase though. Wrong. He does it. <laughs> Wrong. That's that's. I think that's his catchphrase. You could say facts to the man. You could be like two plus two is four. Wrong. Show me where it says that. Well, all the science and and peer reviewed mathematical articles ever posted say they're not experts. There are some who would disagree. The Earth is round. Wrong. Hasn't been proven. There are still skeptics. Till a hundred percent of people agree, we beg to differ. Like, you can't just beg to differ. He always says. And the climate that, uh, change. Climate change. Come on. Yeah. That guy's a huge climate change. I'm not saying he's a denier. I think he used to be. If uh, oh, hundred percent at the beginning of his presidency, he was I like, "It's so. not happening," and people started talking to him, yeah. showing him chart graphs, showing him Dora the Explorer explain how climate works, and then he finally got it once she started speaking in both languages. He's like, "Oh, yeah, I get it now." She said it in Spanish and English. It must be true. And then he was like, "Yeah, climate's changing, but it's not our fault." And we're like, "No, it is our fault. We need to do something." And he's like, "Not here." China can pay for it. So China's not going to pay for it. <laughs> Russia's not going to pay for it. India's well, not going to pay for that it. That was one thing that I thought, I thought, did you hear when he was saying in the debate why he pulled out of the Paris Accord? Sure. I, I don't agree with him pulling out. I think that the whole, <laughs> well, I agree with him pulling out more. Probably there should be less. Um, no more Trumps, please. I mean, I'm not saying anything about his children. I'm sure they're all fantastic, but can we not have any more? You're 70-something years old. Stop producing. Um, but... We pulled out of the deal, and, and, and nobody up until now had said why. They were just talking shit on him for not getting into it. And he said that we were treated unfairly. Our financial burden kicked in immediately if we signed it, whereas China, Russia, and some of the other powerhouse economic sources of the world, their financial burden didn't start kicking in for four, five, six years. So we were going to basically just be funding all of the startup of let's start changing the climate. And the other countries would be like, we'll see where it goes, and then we'll start paying for it later. You know what I mean? Like, that does seem unfair to me. He, he's the same one who's like, do we really still need to be occupying Germany after two wars, and they haven't had a military? Can we just let them have a little one? Can we pull out a little bit of our resources from other countries? Those are the reasons that I'm like, okay, Trump makes a little bit of sense. In between all the goddamn nonsense, there are some things that I'm like, someone intelligent probably told him to say that, but... It sounds legit. Whereas Biden, he speaks far more eloquently than Trump, 100%. But <clears throat> his party, in my standpoint, is far more... It, it, what sucks is they have better views. The Democratic Party, the liberals have the better, more open, like, welcoming views. But in the last few years, ever since Trump got elected, they've been so on attack that it's like literally you get this peaceful party of hippies forever, and it's like, oh, they're really cool. I can agree with just peace and everybody love each other and don't give a shit if you're gay, trans, whatever. And now they're like, no, we need to beat the shit out of people on the street. We need to riot, riot, riot. We need to do this. And they're like stirring shit up more in the media. And I'm like, how do you go from being like everybody just needs to love each other to fucking burn it all down? So I cannot stress enough. I don't agree with anybody. They all fucking suck, and I, I hate... I'd like to um, put my two cents in on that, too, because Definitely. I really don't agree with um, either side 100%, so why do we have to? Why do I have to pick one 
extreme or the other extreme. You don't. There's it's a box crazy. that says other. It's crazy. There's a Joe Jorgensen box, and then sure. there's a box that says other where you sure. can write in. You can write in my name. You know what? When I, th- when I think about a president getting elected, I almost automatically, pretty much my whole life, the president is in for eight years. It seems like that has been yeah, happening. Bush did eight. Clinton did eight. eight. And so, yeah, pretty much our whole life. Uh, it was Clinton, Bush, Obama. So it sounds like we have four more years of Trump. I mean, it seems fine. So why spend all the money? If, if we're going to go one extreme for eight years and then go to the other extreme for eight years, let's just say that's what we're going to do. It's and just bounce do that. back and forth. Why do we need to put so much money into these campaigns and do these things if... I mean, oh, and that's that's the other thing I fucking hate is that all these companies and all these and, and Biden said one of those things. The average contribution is forty three dollars. He he made it a point to say that during the sure. debate because Trump was talking about how they don't do all that same campaigning. They have money. They have no shortage of money. We all know that about the Trump family and the people. He's he's made business partners for generations now. They don't need to do all the same kind of campaigning to get money. Sure. Whereas you know most political campaigning is all about sponsorship it's all about hey what can you donate these uh galas and these meet and greets where they all get people wealth to donate and i think that's entirely what's wrong with the political system is if a candidate can raise three billion dollars in a year to become president or to try to or become to try president. To be, that's, that's a yeah. failed... To try to become just president. just a failed Billions situation. of dollars. Why can't our presidents campaign the same effort to raise money for schools, for um, bettering our communities? They well, don't. you know, one of the candidates' tax plan is to just tax the rich, and that's where the money's going to be coming from. Are you talking about schools. Biden's tax plan? I think so. Yeah, where Fifty Cent said he doesn't want to become Twenty Cent. Have you heard that? No. No, Fifty Cent. He threw his uh, he threw his hat in with fucking Trump twice this week because pe- <laughs> in the first time he said, "Look, man, I ain't trying to become Twenty Cent. It's hard enough being me." And in the second time, people were talking shit about how could you, as a black man, support Donald Trump? He's like, "Look, he's this this tax plan directly affects my livelihood. That's how I, and that's honestly how I vote. I know it's selfish, but I think that's what every American person should vote for." How does it directly affect you? Because honestly, in my lifetime, I've lived through a few different presidents. Other than, like I said, last week or the week before, Obama gave me a few extra years of health care under my mom's insurance. Not a whole lot has really affected me. I mean, taxes go up or down. I'm kind of fucking used to that. We should all be used to that by now. But other than that, they're really the president is one fucking guy. And I feel like he gets all the praise and all the blame. There's thousands of other government workers who help make these decisions. They actually formulate these plans that get brought to each president. And the president says yay or nay, Congress says yay or nay, and it goes in or it doesn't. If you honestly think Donald Trump is just sitting in his fucking ivory tower thinking of all these different plans to make America better or worse or whatever. Wait, well, to make America great again. Either way, <laughs> no matter how you see it, this guy he's not just sitting there with a fucking golden notebook and a quill pen i wish writing like all schools need better lunches we need to have these this and that sign it he's not like the african-american community and this and that and oh the job corps needs this and that and the police force needs there are people who bring these plans and budgetary decisions to them 
this isn't just but but yet they get all the shit and all the glory if somebody if people agree with it they're like yeah he fucking did it just like when trump is you know pandering to the african-american community saying how much money he's given to colleges and things like this nobody has done more than for the african-american he said nobody no president since since abraham no no no. what he said was except for maybe lincoln he said fucking no maybe. He said fucking maybe. So he, he in his mind, is going to assume <laughs> that he did more for the African American community. I've done community. more for the African American community than anybody except maybe Lincoln. Maybe. I like how he always is the best at everything. He's that maybe. one-upping kind of friend that you have that you don't really want to hang out with. Yeah. And sometimes he's the you guy just, like, he's there. You're like, <laughs> oh, Tony's coming to the party today. It's fucking fantastic. Oh, hey, Tony, how are you? Oh, I've been good, man. How have you been? Oh, I've been good. Oh, no, you know what? I've actually been great, you know? So good. You're like, I bought a house. He's like, I bought seven houses. I bought seven houses. I have a great wife, four wives. Moved to Utah. No, so much more about the wind. So much more about wind. <laughs> couldn't believe that. that I was couldn't the, believe that. That was the boldest statement. The, the, it's a really, really, you know. He doesn't go, he goes zero to 60 way too goddamn quick. quick. It's like somebody's like, Hey, so wind. He's like, I know more about wind. They're like cars. I make cars money. I have money. Beauty. My wife's beautiful. Like everything, he just has to be like fucking number one. They're like terrorism. I eliminated terrorism. I single-handedly, Donald Trump, took down the guy's name I can't pronounce. (laughs) Al-Baghdadi Bakira Shakira Aladdin. Have you ever heard him try to pronounce any any other country's it's name it's really rough <laughs> watching him he's married to a lady who was born in another country so she'll oh, he be can, good at he can pronounce it. her country's name he just can't pronounce any middle eastern country's names he's fucking slaughters it every time and i'm not saying i can i'm not studied but uh i can tell that he's doing it wrong when people look at him when he says it and everybody goes what did he just say see when he says something pretty much everything he says i go what the fuck did he just say because I can't trust a fact that comes out of his mouth or Biden. No, I cannot trust a fact that comes out because he will say one thing, like Biden will say one thing, and Trump's going to say the exact no, opposite. Totally the opposite. Biden will be like, completely the Biden will be like, me and Obama, we did this. We did the infrastructure. We built this economy. And Trump's like, wrong. Fake news. CNN. CNN's behind this. I built the economy. I've made every job. There would be no jobs if it wasn't for Trump. Trump he made refers jobs. to himself in the third person more than like anybody I've ever heard speak. Yes. Why? Well, I mean, if you had literally, if you had that much money, would you refer to yourself as I? I think it. It's I, I don't more think psychological either. than that. Well, no, it, it well, it's psychological because uh, when you have that much power, you become a different type of entity. That's my point. And uh, that's you're exactly like, my point. You want to just get the Trump says. People need to know whose ideas was it. His you, ideas. I mean, you watch Breaking Bad. No. You didn't watch Breaking Bad? No, I don't uh, watch. So Heisenberg things. started t- referring to himself as Heisenberg and shit, like say my name. So let me let me say that if a psychotic member of a program as he got more psychotic started to refer to himself in the third person, is it the same thing? I don't like, think I don't <laughs> think it's that he got more psychotic, it's that he got more successful. If How you're many? psychotic and you get successful, it doesn't make you more psychotic. You're still fucking batshit. It just means you have power now. And if you give a crazy person fucking power, they're going to fucking abuse it. That's just the way, literally, I've been alive 32 years now, and I've never seen a sane person in office in any way, shape, or form. I mean, you look at goddamn 
Clinton was a cokehead who fucked his fuck goddamn secretary and fucking flat out just denied it after he was caught. It was like that Shaggy song, It Wasn't Me. You know what I mean? Like the dude just went on for fucking weeks saying, nah, I didn't do that. But they knew he did it. Then you get goddamn Bush in there who's just like, don't make me do stuff. You know, like, oh, my daddy, he found oil overseas. Like, and then you get Obama who's just, you know, Muslims are not. Like, I mean, he was defending a Muslim culture, but like everything he said was just very elegant, but also like, not really for America all the time. It was more for world peace. I'm not saying he was doing any bad, but like America at that point coming out of the tail end of 9-11 and the, the war on terror, we needed a president who wanted America first. We voted him in because it was the first African-American and it was change and it was all these things promised. And it was, a, honestly, that's the most pivotal moment in American history as far as presidents are concerned. It's, it was just all white dudes before that. Obama changed the game. He made it equal. People of color can do this. And I wish more of them would run because though I didn't agree with all of his viewpoints, I think if you get a good, you know, people are people, humans are humans. It doesn't matter the color of your skin if your views are going to be better for America. No matter what race, religion, anything you are, if you have good points and good political standpoint or anything that's going to make the world or our country better, run. Run, vote, do what you need to do locally, globally, nationally. Be more part of something. Don't be afraid to. I'm afraid to. I, I think that my views are pretty cool, but a lot of people often talk shit on me and hate on me and tell me what a piece of shit I am. And I, maybe I am. Who knows? I, I'm not the judge of pieces of shit. I don't do that for a living. There's people who judge horses, dogs, and then there's people online who judge pieces of shit like me, and they let me know. I'm a grade A piece of shit, so... But if, if you honestly think that you can make a difference in any way, shape, or form, there's people in our own community who, who organize events and they do things that positively reflect the community and they, they have a positive impact on kids, youth, elderly, anything. Just keep doing that. I think that's where it really comes down to. You need to focus on your community. So you need to think globally, right? But you need to act Locally. locally, I know you're right. That. Right, know. you've heard it. <laughs> heard so I think it. that you know makes a lot of difference in the things that you choose to do with your life. Because if you are an active member of your community and you provide even thoughts, you know, ideas, because those ideas and thoughts for events or for whatever that is going to help your community can be manifested into physical reality. So if you have you know thoughts on how to change your community and you think it's not going to ever be that way, there's nothing I can do to make those changes happen, try. That's what I'm try. so thrilled about this for, is uh, we were talking last time and I was talking shit saying, I don't do anything for the community. Sure. And then later in the podcast, I was like, wait, this is me doing that. This right. is me talking to the community, talking to the people. I can motivate others to do what they can. Sure. Hopefully. Hopefully. That's kind of like And I can throw out ideas. I can have people on the air who have ideas. They right. might not have the means to make those ideas come to fruition, but they have the ideas, and then other people hear them. Ideas are good, And then those good, people man. want to invest in them, and they're like, let's make that fucking idea a reality. But let's talk about some rhetorical ideas. Oh, God. Oh, that was gross. Please <laughs> don't do that. If we're going to do a podcast <laughs> for a while, no our fucking, fans don't want to hear that. Uh, no one want to hear that. Your fans might not. My fans no, are my fans all about burps, farts, that. and dick jokes. <laughs> so what do you think about, let's transition from dick jokes. What do you think about a group of people doing the president's job? 
Oh, yeah, we were talking about that off air. I think that a group of people, I don't think that there should be, I think there should be one president in the aspect of every group needs a leader. I mean, the Avengers have their leader. Every group of great people have their fucking leader. But I think that literally instead of voting in career politicians, rich, old, white guys with, you know, everything to gain, nothing to lose because they're knocking on death's door and they have all the fucking money in the world and all the political power and all the corporations investing in them personally. We need somebody. So Tulsi Gabbard, I was talking to somebody earlier, a a friend of mine who's a, a bit political as well. And, and, you know, we've, we've talked about Tulsi before she was a good option. I'm not a big Democrat. I'm more Republican than I am Democrat. But if, if I was going to, honestly, if she would have made it to the ballot, I would have voted her hundred percent because she's former military younger. Well, she, she was democratic, democratic. Yep. She was a Democrat. And you know, the fact that she's former military, she thinks about our troops. She thinks about the families of the troops. She thinks about education, children, those were the types of values as is from, you know, I come, I'm not military, but I come from a family, <coughs> several cousins, friends, family members who have, who are all servicemen and women. That means something to me. Yeah. Taking, I support the government. Um, you know, I support the military yeah. rather than, you know, just the government. They're not choosing they do, what wars and causes they're fighting sure. for. They're just choosing to volunteer to do so because back in the day we had this thing called the draft where we didn't get to choose who went and who didn't. The more people who sign up, keep us from having to do that again. So the more men and women who are brave enough to sign up that says, okay, I will defend our nation. They keep people who don't want to and who aren't brave enough from having to. Sure. So I, I, I think my, I, I thank them every day. Every time I see anybody who in uniform, I thank them. You know, Just, I've talked to some military folks that don't like that. And I've talked to some that do appreciate when someone thanks them. So it's, uh, you know, I don't you know want to, offend a military folk by doing that sometimes and sometimes i feel like i do because they don't sometimes want to think about it and i don't not think that I, I don't know what's proper in because i've met people that, who said they, that they don't like it either yeah. but i don't think they take offense sure that's not what it is it's not that they take offense they just that's not why they did it sure that they don't exactly feel, what i've heard they don't feel that they deserve sure the thanks because they were just doing their duty, because that's why they joined, just because they felt like it was their duty. There's the people who joined because they feel like that's just their civic duty. They have to do it. Can we talk about, has either of these presidents been in the military? I have no idea about Biden, but I guarantee you Trump has not. Trump was a ca- cadet, I believe, at West Point Academy. Are you fucking shitting me? I, there's photos of him. Um, he had high marks. So there's a photo of him in his uh, suit, whatever they called it. Um, with all of these medals, and I, I don't know if it was West Point. You're giving the facts, sure and I'm a, giving the unfacts. I'm just yeah, like yeah. Trump, 100 percent no. Yeah. And you're like, actually, no. He he was uh, <laughs> involved says. in learning how to how the military works. Well, that's so important. that seems to be um, an important oh. thing to me because it, you know it's kind of strange to think that the president does so many things to fix our economy, or so they said. Like we were talking earlier, the president really doesn't do as much as the normal person thinks he's more of a figurehead, also more of a scapegoat for the things that are happening. Correct. But he, um, I lost my train of thought. He's, I found it again. He <laughs> is also, on top of everything he does, he's the chief of the military. Correct. So if you don't have any military experience. That's hard to do. It's really hard for me to vote for someone that doesn't have any military uh, experience to be the leader of our military. Well, that's why if, if Tulsi would have made it to the main ballot, I would have voted her 100%, even though she's not the party I grew up. You know, my parents are more Republican than anything. 
I grew up Republican. I've only voted in the one election, like I said last time, not proud for of Obama? it. For Obama? No. Didn't vote for that one. I was a little preoccupied. My friend had died on election day. Uh, Did you vote when you were 18? Or, you know, the first, when I was 18, the first election you could vote? Here's the thing. I don't think you, when you're 18, you should even fucking be able to vote. Like, I know it sounds bad. Why unless not? unless you're a serviceman. If you're okay. a serviceman or woman and you're in the military at 18, you should vote. 100% okay. you should have a say. Should you be able to if smoke cigarettes and drink? No, because you can't. It's 21. 21 is drinking and cigarettes. So if you can't smoke a cigarette, drink, sure. or gamble, how the fuck do you expect these people, if they can't make decisions for their own lives, how are you expecting them and giving them the right to make decisions for other people's lives? So let's say, like, I would like to make this statement on my thoughts. You should be 21 to drink, to smoke, to vote, and uh, there's one more. Serve in the military. Thank you. Yeah. So if the if the age for military is 18, all of the things should be 18. Thank you. I don't disagree with that. I would agree and with honestly, that And honestly, I think that 18 is good for the military because a lot of young men and, and women, but mm-hmm. I've, I've only known men that have served in the military personally, like right out of high school. Like your friends and things. All my friends and cousins and stuff who have served in the military was right out of high school. 17, they signed up, started their enlistment process, and by graduation at 18, they were in, they so, went overseas, they did their duty. So you think someone should be able to serve for their country but would not be allowed to vote? No, I think that at 18, if sure. there needs to be one age for all those things. Yeah. If you can drink and smoke. You should be able to do that you at should 18. Be, if you can die for your country, serve your country, sure. you should also be able to have a cigarette. You should also be able to have a beer when you're out hey. on leave. You should also be able sure. to vote for your president. There should be one age. It shouldn't be split up. How is drinking and smoking a more responsible, like you have to be 21 to make those decisions? Those decisions only really affect you. I mean, sure. drinking and driving affects other people if you make poor decisions. But realistically, if you smoke at 18, nobody's getting hurt but you. You know what I mean? There might be some secondhand smoke for five minutes or whatever, but you're not in a bar because you have to be 21 to be in a bar, so you're not publicly smoking or anything. Sure. So honest to God, 18... You can go and shoot a gun. You can get killed. Many, many 18-year-olds have died, 18, 19-year-olds. Many people, I've known people under 21 who have passed away serving their military. So if you can do that, why can you not light a cigarette or put some tobacco in your cheek or whatever, whatever the thing is? Or gamble. You can't buy a fucking scratcher. You can't win the lottery and get yourself out of that fucking predicament. But you can get yourself into a life-changing predicament where you could die for your country, but you can't spend $5 on a fucking scratcher? That seems insane to me. So when, uh, let's get back on our political topic. Oh, the, 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 the super friends? Super friends. Super friends. So in, in regards to the super friends, so, or what are the, the we went, justice We went league. military. Sure. We went military. Sure, sure. I also think that uh, whoever the, you know, we should elect, you know, all the states should put up their foremost educational leaders. 50 states? Well, whoever like whoever is the people in charge of the whole federal academic plan, sure, they have their people, and then a few of them are like, okay, I would like to do this. Get them involved. So we're talking about instead of rule by one person, so instead of the president's job being one person doing that job, we're talking about a group, an odd number of people doing that job. Again, I just want to preface that these are all unfacts, and we don't know anything about how yeah, the this government is, works. This is rhetorical conversation. I, I also know that there are all of these people in government. Yeah. There's a head Advisors. of education. Sure. There's a head of all these things. Sure. I get that, but I think that these are the people who should be in the limelight. These are the people I want to know who they are. You yeah. know what I mean? They, they should be doing the debates. They should, they be, involved. should be involved. They should Absolutely. be involved. I know that these people exist. There are yeah. people who... Should those people be able to be voted for by us? Because they right already are. now... They already are. Right now, I believe the opposite. 
No, they That's, are. I don't know facts. They 100 are. We already get to vote for it. So like uh, two, three years ago, I don't know when it was. I was it was right before I moved into the last house before this one. I was living with my folks. The, um, there the, was a local guy. The fans don't know that. But so there was a local guy. <laughs> you fucking know that. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but there was a local guy running who I knew from business dealings. He was a buddy of my dad. I've known him a few years. I worked with him professionally with when I was running or I was uh, working at that call center for the marketing company I was working for. Um, and he was like our tech guy. He owns a computer company here in town. And uh, he was very into the education system and trying to integrate more technologies into education. And he ran for a spot in local government over education. I voted for him. Because of that alone. Sure. I knew him personally. I've dealt with him kind. But on a larger scale, was um, the head of the CDC voted for? I have no idea. I didn't personally vote for them. That's what I'm talking about. Are the people that are in uh, the cabinet? Oh, they're they're voted for. Trump's cabinet, are those voted for Oh, no, he chooses his cabinet. This is my point. Yes. The president is able to. But we vote them to get into the positions they are that become pickings. You know what I mean? Like, we vote them into whatever... um, official position that they're already in when he's like that guy you hired you know what i mean we get them there i still don't think the president should be able to pick the people that are in his corner i 100 percent agree well yes and no (laughs) so you like 80 percent agree no i it's like a 50 50 honestly uh, because if i were to because think of it like a business okay if you have somebody who you because i am a gm so i'm a gm i staff my store you know what i mean i go through the hiring process hey, these people are qualified, I'm going to interview them, and I'm going to choose the one who best serves what I want for my goals. Mm-hmm. Because even as a GM, my, in, in, in any company, not just the company I work for, your job is basically a few years at a time. You know, it, It's very rare that I, in, in the 16 years I've been doing what I'm doing that I see GMs who have been there longer than five, six, seven years because they move on to other companies or they get canned or they get their store closes and things happen. So it's kind of like a, president, a, a presidential uh, term. You know, you only have a few years to do what you really want to do. You got the job because you said, I want to do this with this store. I want to grow it. I want to do this. I see the problems. I looked at all the reports from the last few years. I think I can fix this. Here's how I would do it. And that's how the presidential candidacy kind of runs, but also like a population con- or a popularity contest. So it's the same kind of thing. And as a professional, I think you should be able to help pick the people who will get you to fulfill the promise that you made when you said, I have a job I want to do. Here's how I want to do it. You should be able to kind of handpick the people, but also I think that the American voters should be able to do it. So it's kind of a catch 22 for me. We know I really feel that a balanced perspective is going to help us in all walks of our governmental life. So like um, one of the, um, one of the candidates has, you know, these tax laws that are going to hike taxes up super high for a certain bracket of folks and that's a very extreme number that it's going to be hiked up. So, you know, it shouldn't be all or nothing with the policies that these folks are, you know, putting into effect. Can we talk more on that for a sec? Sure, sure. So for those of you who don't know how the world works and how money works, this is one of the things they were talking on the uh, political debate, too, about the $15 federal minimum wage. Okay. And Trump was stating what I feel is a fact. When minimum wage goes up, few things happen companies lay people off and expect more from their workers who are now making more than they were a month ago but it's still the minimum wage so a month ago minimum wage was say 11 dollars an hour you're making 13 so you're making more than minimum wage 
you get a raise to $15 an hour, they're going to expect more of you. Sure. And they're going to lay off people. So now they're going to expect you to do two people's worth of work. You can't. And it's hard. And you're not making any more money than anybody else in the entire country. In fact, you got a $2 raise or $3 raise, but you're actually worse off because you know what else happens? This is the second part, the caveat to that. When minimum wage goes up, the price of milk goes up. The price of groceries goes up. The price of gas goes up because all of those people at entry-level positions, the price of your fast food goes up. Restaurant prices go up because these are entry-level positions where people typically make minimum wage plus maybe gratuity. So when you're forcing all these regulations on all these businesses to pay their people more, they have to raise the price of their goods because their operating costs go up. And as greedy as it sounds, if you're running a company and you're making, say, $100,000 a year and minimum wage goes up and it's going to cost you an extra $30,000 a year, are you going to stop making 100000 a year? Or are you going to raise your costs 30000 a year well, let me, to make let up me, for let it? Let me step into that real quick. So, you know, something that I've noticed that happens when similar situations, so a government steps in and creates regulations for business and creates a regulation that says you have to give benefits to an employee that is 40 hours a week or more. Correct. Businesses are smart and the business owners are smart and sneaky. So what happens? They hire more part-time workers, not more full-time. Yes. Yep. So the I was there. The original plan for that government intervention to create this idea has then turned into something else. It's turned into people needing two jobs to survive. Sure. They were working 40 hours a week before all of this, but then, because uh, I was there when they when they actually put that ruling into place, I was working for Hastings at the time. I was a part-timer, but they would give me 30 to 35 hours a week, most weeks, mm-hmm. but I was part-time. So some weeks, if we were slow, they could cut me to 20. Sure. Um, it gave them the option to do that. But then when they put in that ruling with the, the benefits, I could not work more than three. It, I think the ruling was three consecutive weeks over 30 hours. So... I'm a father of two and I'm used to working 35 hours a week and now I'm working 25, 30, 30, 25. So that if I worked 30 or more for three weeks consecutively, they had to give me benefits. So they made damn sure that they didn't have to do that. See, that sucks. Why couldn't the company just give the benefits, right? Because it costs the company more money and that's a financial burden on a company. So especially so like small businesses. No, 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 no. I, I understand. But why isn't the government then able to do a few things if they're going to look at one certain area and create a law that changes that area, the backlash of that law change should be addressed as well. And that doesn't often happen when it, a it new law comes but into effect. The problem is also they put the entire burden on the business. Sure. So you tell a business, so like the, like for instance, Hastings, when, I, when that happened, we had 200 stores. That's mm-hmm. not a lot. I mean, it's a, it's a decent sized company. Yo, and the store is fucking closed down now. So It's closed you know, down now. These kind of but things I mean, have happened. It's to an already struggling, flourishing. Stru- it, 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 while I was there for 12 years, we saw a lot of, okay, we're doing great. We're going to reset. We're going to open stores. We're going to invest a bunch of money. Boom, boom, boom. Things are going good. Two, three years later, okay, they're doing bad. What do we have to do? And that's all what market with retail and all companies is all about. Restaurants, sure. everything. Okay, this is working. We're going to look at what's happening globally with other companies. How do we restructure to make that similar change in our business? You do that. It works for a few years. And then the climate changes again, and you have to do it. But when you put these restrictions on companies and you tell them you have to pay people $15 an hour, if they work more than 30 hours a week, they get benefits. What happens is people who don't necessarily need the benefits because they're making minimum wage like that. I was making minimum wage. I was on government. You know, my kids were on government health care. 
which they still would qualify for. But if I worked more than 30 hours, the company had to give me health care, which did two things. It cut us off of health care because it gave us the option to get it through work. And it also made the company give me less hours and hire more people. So, you know, I, I was there seven years. So with um, regards to um, the increase in the minimum wage, so if Biden becomes president, he's going to increase the minimum wage to 15, correct? Cor- that, that is what he was stating, yes. Okay. So um, how do you feel about actual scientific fact of inflation? How does that deal with prices that are regulated for workers? So uh, the way I look at it is there's a saying that my dad taught me, and, and I know pr- millions of people have heard it. It's not like my dad coined the phrase, but shit trickles downhill. So if you're at the top and you make a certain amount and somebody says you have to do this, you're not going as a business owner to settle for less money, period. You're used to a certain way of life. You're used to a certain... What's going to happen is your people who work for you at the bottom level are going to suffer the most because shit trickles downhill. And just like an avalanche, what happens? It gets bigger as it goes down. This guy might get a sprinkle, but the guy at the bottom, isn't that he's getting what, the whole fucking isn't avalanche. Isn't that what taxing the rich is supposed to combat? No. So that's actually... My argument to that, and that's that's actually Trump's argument, mm-hmm. is because he's a businessman, so he understands how this works. If you if you tax the rich and these corporate conglomerate people, they're the wealthiest people. They're the ones who are responsible for employing the entire nation. The top four percent are responsible for all the jobs of everybody else. You know what I mean? They're the rich. On fact. No, 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 no. I'm being close to fact. That is a pretty close to fact. Sure. They're the ones who own all. <laughs> we these have a scale. Fact. Almost fact, not fact. No, but I mean, <laughs> when you think about it, all the rich people are the ones who run and own and CEOs of all these mm-hmm. multi-million, multi-billion dollar companies. Sure. They're the ones with the most employees. So if you tax the fuck out of them, what's going to happen? Are they really going to make less money? Or are they going to fucking push that bullshit onto their employees? So if you tax this guy an extra million dollars a year, what happens? He cuts a million dollars a year from other places. Whether it's, he might split it up. It might not just be the employees, you know, it might be raising the cost of goods for the consumer. So Walmart, okay, just for instance, if Walmart got taxed a ton more money, they're not going to make less money. Guarantee you. It's it's also sad though, because their profit margins will remain the same. That's true, but that deals with, um, there's a certain aspect of that is greed upon the person in power. But why wouldn't you be? Why would you be? If you were, if you built something and you were making... 90% 90% profit. Sure. And somebody told you, you have to pay more out to this. 100%. You would find a way to still make the same amount of money. It, I'm a homeowner. I'm a business. I, I run a business. I don't own it, but I'm a GM. If my expenses go up, like if my company says, hey, like every year, minimum wage goes up. Okay. I have to find a way to combat minimum wage going up every single year. Sure. I have to get new marketing strategies to make more money. I have to find new ways to spend less money on marketing and advertising and other things because I still want my store to profit the same amount. Because again, that Do we think that profit needs to be the end all reason for life? Could you live if you didn't profit? Could you live with profit that was less than what you're making if it did something somewhere that was beneficial? Yes and no. I mean, so these corporate... People, they also donate a lot of money. Sure. They all do. I mean, yes, I don't think they're all doing it for the right reasons. A lot of it's tax breaks and PR and bullshit like that. But the less they make, the less these other nonprofits and other things get from them. 
Sure. You know, if you tax Jeff Bezos $100 million next year, that's $100 million less that he has to donate to starving kids and all the other shit that he does. Sure. If you if you don't, same with Zuckerberg. He's he's opened hospitals and all these different things that are amazing. I'm not saying all these people are like amazing human beings. I don't know them personally. But what I'm saying is as corrupt as, corrupt as corporate America is, they also funnel a ton of money into good things because one, it's good PR, which helps grow their business and gets them wealthier. Sure. And two, it's a tax write-off. So even if they're doing it for greedy reasons, a ton of good is being done with that money. Sure. So the more you tax them, the less they will give to those causes. Sure. Which in turn hurts the people. I also agree that if you work a lot, you work hard, you work your whole life building a company, and then you decide you want to sell your company, I do not believe you should be taxed 40% of that sale. Oh, 100%. And that is yeah. going to be something that happens if Biden becomes president. Correct. So when his term starts, that's going to be probably the first thing he would do would be the changes of tax. Not to mention this really strange... On sale of businesses specifically? Yeah, it's yeah. Um, the capital gains tax is what they call it. Yeah. Um, so not to mention his really, really crazy gun taxes that oh, I don't agree with. But fuck the gun taxes. Yeah, we, you were telling me about that, and I only knew a little bit about it, but the more you were talking to me, and again, I don't know that these are facts. I found out about sure. them mostly tonight through this guy, so they might be completely unfacts. But Look he's, it up, people. Let's find he's, out. He's a pretty smart character. He he tends to not speak unless he knows something. I'm the opposite. I'll say shit. Oh, I don't me? Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you tend to... Before you middle make, fact to actual fact is yeah, kind of where I stick. Yeah. And you stick maybe the... Unfact. On fact to, to maybe fact. fact. Yeah. I read it once. Yeah. <laughs> I heard somebody read it once. Right. It's more my right. fact. So, yeah, you were telling me that they were going to start taxing ammo okay. and magazines yeah. and shit. That's yeah. fucking insane. Of, of, um, that you already own, by the way. So, I don't know. You don't know. But look it up, people. Please. But it's very strange. So, not to mention this strange new tax that comes in for gun owners. Let's talk about the capital gains tax. When you work your whole life, and now let's say you become a president for four years. Now this old guy becomes a president, and one of the first things he does is implement this new ta uh, capital gain tax. Well, what happens in that four years time frame? You were about to sell your business. You're going to get what is now like 23% of the capital gains tax. Right. It is jumping to a 40% hit. Yeah, you're doubling the capital gains Why tax. Why wouldn't you just raise the capital gains tax by 2% if that's going to be like a goal? You know, why when a president Yeah, what incentive in do you have to sell your company? That much more of a tax, like... I mean, honestly, so just, just to do the math, a million dollars. 20% of that is what, 200,000? Yes, that's 20%. So that's what you would pay in taxes. Sure, right you still now, get relatively. Eight, you get $800,000. Sure. Now, under this new tax plan... You're only getting $60,000 or $600,000, sorry, um, 60% because you have to give out 40 to taxes. That's, That's absurd. That's quite a different fucking you know, number. Why, the incentive to sell it, is not there. Exactly. So if you're going to raise it, why only raise it a little bit, slightly? Well, I don't understand why when a new politician or a new party comes into favor, they have to do these really, really extreme changes. Yeah. Very much so. And that's something that I don't like. So how could that become what we have to deal with now. Why don't we understand that, let's say a president gets into office, I'm pretty sure Donald Trump is going to get elected again. Incremental. in my lifetime, when you become president, it seems like you're in there for eight years. And there goes through this extreme amount of change, and then the next president is going to be from the opposite party, and he's going to implement an extreme amount of change. Have you ever seen like um, a graph that's like a wavelength kind of graph? If it keeps getting exponentially more 
far away from center, it's those extremes become the problem. Well, that's where we're at. I would I would that's, say so. That's where we're at. So I want to yeah. I want to trickle back to a point that we mentioned earlier, like uh, the Super Friends or the Justice League. Um, instead of having one president, we might have a group that does that same job. Fucking economic guy, an educational sure. guy, a military sure. guy, an infrastructure guy, Four. fucking a cityscapes guy. You know. Five. You're getting to too many people, though. How do that many people agree on things that are going to happen? Because that's the way it's honestly supposed to fucking be already. Like, these people are already in their positions and in their fields. That could, but the that problem could is there's too much bullshit left-right bullshit where, like, mm-hmm. so the person who's in charge of education for the entire country might be left-wing. Sure. So Donald Trump will just be like, fuck you. Sure, yeah. Not going to listen to you. Exactly. And, and, and it's That too, needs to change. That needs to that fucking back stop. back and forth needs to change from both sides. You I am somebody, tired of that. You have somebody... No matter what party they are in, they're representing the people in this field. Yeah. We we got them there. And then you have a president who's the opposite political party. And they're just fighting back and forth. You're talking about right now Biden fighting against Trump. No, I'm, I'm talking about every presidency for, sure. for the last few years. Um, you get a, a political person who's in there and they're like, I'm pro-education. I was voted in by the people. I got I worked countless years to get to where I am to be the head of education for our nation. And then you have a president who's like, well, you're a Democrat. Fuck you. Suck my balls. Yeah, I don't know if I, I would be funny if he started saying, what's, <laughs> side note, what, what do you think is the most vulgar thing Trump, or the most insane thing you've heard Trump say at a speech? Insane. So can I have four? Sure, I give me four. Of, I thought of four. Give me four. <clears throat> so me first, four. but I do have a point to get back to. I know the most about wind. Second, I'm the least racist person I can't even see the audience. In the room, he's the least racist person. I'm the least person racist person, person He in said the room. that like three times in a row. I can't even see the audience. That's it's so, so dark. It's so crazy. What a thing to it's say. It's so dark. So the third one. Third one. He called, uh, what's that porn star that he was boning or whatever? He called her a horse-faced woman. And um, then, uh, in a speech to in people? A, no, yeah, addressing the people. He said that she was a horse-faced woman. Gosh. And then um, and then there was the... Uh, the, the fourth one, your last one? The fourth one, where there was a journalist who was a uh, handicap, and uh, he's flat out, like, did the whole, like, no, like, making fun of the, no. the disabled guy. And that like, didn't happen. Promise you that happened. Oh, wow. Promise you that fucking happened. Wow. Yeah, like I said, I'm not that's, proud that I voted for him. That's a lot. I mean, that's stuff that you shouldn't really be doing when you're in such, such, such an important position. Or just in any position. I mean, you that's a just rude thing a to do. I'm trying to not be a rude human in my everyday Correct. life, yeah, man. And that's a don't rude, be such a terrible thing to do. So I want to get back to this. We're wrapping it up. Say your point. I got and then it. we'll finish it up with the outro. <laughs> I know we're running out of time. I'm sorry, guys. Well, give us a few minutes on this thought. So at the fall of the Roman Empire, they basically tried to do something that we're talking about right now. It went from a Caesar to... A group of Caesars. So the Roman. You mean a salad? It went from a Caesar Caesar to a salad. So a Caesar would be like the king, basically. Um, So there was the East Roman Empire and the West Roman Empire. Rome was obviously the West, and the East was out of Constantinople in Turkey, modern day Turkey. That was the East, that was the West. One person was ruling all of that. They needed to change that. So they took two people, basically a vice president and a president, different names, from the east, and a vice president and a president from the west. And for one generation, there was four kings. That's cool. And it failed. Well, It was basically right at the end, and that crumbled right back into 
military uneasiness that it was uneasy with so the military I said right it. before that yeah it <laughs> was very it doesn't work it was very <laughs> uneasy and then this moment happened and there was a, a peace kind of with the four you know caesars and then basically that crumbled because one of them took the charge over the other three so it's hard to say when you look back in history if a group type of situation would work I don't think it has worked at all to have a council to be the one that does the job. So we were talking how great it would be, but it physically can't because humans are so. No, you know what it needs to be? It needs to be. Other. No, it needs to be regular guys, maybe not government officials. So instead of like the head of the military, it just needs to be a grunt. And then instead of like the head of police, it just needs to be a cop. Just regular average Joes. And they serve one year terms. And every year, whatever, you get a different perspective. Just regular fucking people, man. That's what it should have started as. That's what it should have ended as. I'm tired of all this bullshit. Regular people don't get into politics much anymore, so I'd like to say as we they end need this, to. That's, that they need they to. They need to. You need to. Probably not you. I need to. Probably not me. I've known. But you guys need to. Somebody needs to. Because personally, the more you get involved locally in your community, if you don't like things, you can do small steps to change those things. In your own hundred percent. I personally know three, four people who have run, if not been elected to city council in this town. And that's where it starts. City council, sure. state, you just move your way up and you make a fucking difference. And don't think that you're ever too small to do it because yeah, if you think it statistically, there's someone had to do it. Eight billion people on this fucking planet. Other yeah. people will think the same way as you. It's totally true. There's it's there's totally almost true. no thoughts that nobody else has. If you're thinking it. Yeah, And even if it's not a thought that somebody else has, you might be a revolutionary. You might think something and people might go, holy shit. That's, that's what the world needs to be. That's what the community needs to be. Don't be afraid. Work for that shit. It's like any job. You know, too many people want to be an actor. Too many people want to be a famous musician. And they get that internal dialogue that says... No one's going to be a famous musician. You're never going to All of them it. started from somewhere. DiCaprio right. didn't. He wasn't born fucking famous. <clears throat> Everyone starts somewhere. They all so, start somewhere. So you know, start somewhere. If you know, if it's gonna be someone that does that job, why not you? But do it with passion. Yeah. If you got passion in your heart, if you're doing it just to get ahead, fuck you. Don't do well, it. That comes back to my other point. If you're the head of a CEO, you need to have a passion that's outside of making money. You need to be someone that loves to give back to your community. If that's you're a it. greedy human, we cannot afford to have greedy humans in this world for the next hundred years because or maybe we do because those few greedy humans are going to be the only ones left. Well, they fuel the economy. They you fuel know, innovation. That's true. They fuel it's a true. Lot. But, you know, if you're going to be a human that runs businesses, I think you need to have compassion in your heart. And if you're a human on the street, if you're walking through the grocery store dealing with people on a daily basis, you need to have, like, compassion in your heart, man. That's what everyone else needs to have. So I guess the moral of this entire story is uh, have more compassion, no matter what level of uh, success that you are financially or socioeconomically. Yes. Have more compassion. Look around. If you see somebody on the side of the road who needs help, pull over. Help them. If you see somebody trying to reach something at the grocery store, help them. Those things pay off. That person will remember it. And guess what? Next time that person is in a position where they can help somebody, they will. The more kind that we do for each other, the better this world is. You're never too small. Your decisions are never too small. Help in any way you can at any level you can, and the world will continue to be a better fucking place. You heard it here. Podcast. 
what's, philosopher. What's the name? Fuck oh, you. that's going to be a good thing. The philosopher and the comedian. That's our podcast name. It's find very us. fucking hard to say. Find but, us online. Uh, find us on several m- media platforms that sure. I'm sure we'll be posting on. Uh, Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, You're just all of them. Anywhere where you can hear podcasts will probably be. Um, you guys have a good night and vote. Vote. And if you don't believe in any candidate, don't fucking vote. Don't vote for someone you don't fucking believe this in. Is, this, also. Is gonna, this is going to come after the election, though. So. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Hopefully you voted. <laughs> Hopefully you voted, or if you didn't believe in them, you fucking didn't. Don't vote for somebody just because they're left or right. Vote for the people you actually fucking believe in. And if you don't believe in them, don't fucking vote.